Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast number 121. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any media in between. This is George the Bone King speaking, and I'm joined by... Agent the masterful dude of doodliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most and the most grandose co-host. <laughs> it is I, James, Dr. Rude Ramos, MD. Hello, freaks. Mm-hmm. So, James, how does it feel to have your last laugh of the year? <laughs> it is... I welcome the, the torment I can cause in 2022. I, I wonder, Stay- just use your laugh? Does your laugh have any New Year's resolutions? Well, stay no, but stay tuned for my next variant of COVID. I'll be be dropping a new COVID in 2022. Follow his Twitter for the updates. (laughs) No, next is Megatron uh, is my next uh, COVID variant. Oh, my God. Let me know when you get to Omega. He was one of my favorite Sonic robots. Anyway, Uh. uh, today we're going to be doing an All-Stars Best of 2021. So we're going to go ahead and just talk about our favorite things of the year. Uh, Really try and highlight, uh, really dive my full hand into the barrel and see what we can find. Because I'm going to be honest with you, it was a pretty scant barrel. That, uh, uh, that, That gesture you made did not look like a barrel. That's fine. They, the that, audience didn't see that. That looked like someone, you know, face down, ass up. That's what that looked like. I'm, That's the way we like it. It was effective. I believe yeah. I conveyed how deep, how deep mm, I had to pull. No doubt. But first, before we get into that, let's pull some recents. Oh, smooth, lubricated fucking segue. Awesome. All right. Do you want to start us out? How dude? about you? Me? Oh, okay. Oh, no. Uh, you and I have a shared recent. Oh, do you want to... uh, Dr. Rude doesn't. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, but first, let me say I was very hyped for Matrix 4. I was very excited <laughs> for it. Um, so excited I watched Matrix 1, 2, and 3 just to watch the fourth one. I didn't watch Animatrix, but... So good, though. The first three are really good movies. I really rem- I didn't remember enjoying them that much, but... Holy shit, as a Morpheus main, I was so <laughs> Morpheus main? <laughs> All right, we do need a Matrix yeah, fighting I, game. I dressed up I, I dressed up as Morpheus for a couple Halloweens. I, I love the character. That's my favorite character in Matrix. Fair enough. Uh, fuck Neo. Um, <laughs> for me, Morpheus was the one. And uh, speaking of, I so uh, if I were to grade Matrix 4, it'd be a one. Oh! Ooh. This is probably one of the worst movies I've seen all year. Jesus. I mean, do I piggyback off this? Like, just get my recent out with you? Because I, I agree, for the most part. It was Yay, very... Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, I felt like they didn't really take their time to really establish a lot. And the, they did establish one thing, and it was cool, but the rest, it just really started collapsing, especially towards the end. It's it's funny. This is... I'm trying not... We're trying not to spoil yeah. it, because Dr. Rude actually <laughs> wanted to watch it. But uh, maybe not anymore. But uh, <laughs> I don't. I but don't I, value I your opinions. I, That'd be ridiculous on me. Did you not learn anything I, from this show? He I, loves bad movies. That's like his whole excuse thing. Excuse so, me. Jupiter Ascending. Okay, wait. This okay, is okay, the well, Jupiter that's, Ascending that's of Matrix I loved movies. it because it was bad. But yeah, I get what you're saying now. Okay. Same directors, fool. <laughs> so um, I know. I really think that the way this film had there's there's a scene with a couple characters 
where they got really meta and they were talking about how um how unnecessary uh, uh sequels are and reboots and remakes like it's making fun of it but it tries so hard to make you believe it's smart when it isn't gotcha and yeah. uh i do not recommend it um, and to sort of just piggyback off of that because i mean i agree with you 100 percent. It, it doesn't really like it, it feels as though it's more interested in the the concepts rather than actually giving any new ideas and nothing really mm. has any time to really sit and be developed on you're just constantly moving 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 and that poor guy, man, I, that I don't want to give away characters because this is a spoiler in and of itself who this who this character is. But like he had a really tough role. He had to combine things and it was just too intense. Poor guy had his fucking work cut out for him. Just wanted uh, to one, say that. One of the best comments I did hear about this movie is that this movie proved that the Matrix is real because uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Hugo Weaving can dodge bullets. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> they yep. seriously did. Hold, it, there's a theory online. I was talking to Leisurely Vinny that it's like this was purposely bad because the Wachowski sisters didn't want to continue this series. So, like, they just made it in a way that was like, hey, we're so not going to continue it. So they sunk the ship is what you're saying. Well, that's a theory online. And I kind of almost because uh, that intro, that scene that the dude is talking about is sort of a really big, uh, like, I guess, evidence piece for that. But I can't go into it. Go see the movie and, you know, tell us on Twitter what you think. No, don't watch the movie. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I'm going to watch the movie. watch this, uh, which I saw, which was uh, The Witcher Season 2. Yes. Oh, cool. Um, take that off my recent. <laughs> it, it, it's good. It's good. And Henry owns that fucking he role. He really does. There are times, however, that the episodes feel slow. Do you know why? But I... COVID? No, for me, anyway, the least interesting part of the Witcher world, and this has always been the case for me, is the political, is the political side of it. The political intrigue. And this season yeah, is heavy in it's it. It's the prequels. It's the prequels. Fuck for you! Me, right? I was trying to make a joke, bringing the prequels in here, and you already beat me to it, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You're too slow. Uh, but bringing back I, the Sonic I really references. do feel that there is that. It 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 kind of it kind of gets bogged down with. It just feels unnecessary yeah. sometimes. I, I. It's not interesting. To me, but it's a solid show. Speaking of another solid show, I saw uh, Letterkenny season 10, which came out literally the day after Christmas, and I binged it because it's very simple. It was six episodes because Canada. Um, it's a good show. I just want it to end already. Hmm. I don't I, I'm, I'm done. With, it's 10 yeah. seasons. Come on. Uh, You're in different time zones, saw- dude. You have to understand. <laughs> I also saw the South Park post COVID. Oh yeah, don't say anything because I haven't thing. seen it. Yeah. Oh, um, really fucking good. Okay, really, really fucking good. Yeah. Cool. Okay, because everyone kept on saying the COVID special was too up its own ass, and I'm like, well, yeah, it's because they have to talk about it. That's the whole point of the- whatever. So I'm glad to hear this one was was good. I I mean I liked it. I don't fuck them. <laughs> uh, I also saw Don't Look Up. Which is a new satirical film about global warming. Yes. Uh, it's really funny. 
it is really uh, funny, but it also is slightly pretentious because mm. it's hitting you over the head and it's it's a little it has a very sad ending, but I really enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> I saw the ending to that, by the way. I saw the ending to that because uh, Al was watching it downstairs. The soundtrack is really good. That main theme feels by the way, James, I don't know if you get that the chance. Listen to the main theme to don't look up. It sounds okay. very Majora's Masky. I don't know. Hmm. I got I got Deku's uh, pipe vibes because they, they use that trumpet really well. Anyway, sorry, it was interesting. My last recent um, that's not in my best of is Rashomon, which is a Kira Kurosawa film from 1949, 51, I think. Mm. Um, it's really interesting how this screenplay is because I don't I don't think. It's probably the first time I've ever seen a foreign film handle noir that well. Mm. And it has so many flashbacks, flash forwards type of thing. I really liked how nonlinear the storytelling was. Mm. It's, a, it's about an hour and a half, and I do recommend it. It is by most filmmakers' uh, lists of best movies I've ever watched, like Quentin, I mean, uh, Scorsese, and Spike Lee, all have it on that it's list. Kurosawa. Like, I mean. Yeah. So it's oh, automatic. For the record, Tom Holland would beat uh, Scorsese's ass in a fist fight. Just saying. Bro, he's... Are you kidding me? His fucking eyebrows alone would choke out Tom Holland. <laughs> I, I have an idea he, for he, a boxing match. Be, oh? Uwe Boll versus Logan Paul. Jesus. <laughs> Uwe Boll. Douchebag versus douchebag. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, that's it for my recents. Who's up next? I'll go. Alrighty, squeeze on in. Uh, I finished Hawkeye. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed the show. Uh, I thought it was, uh, like I said, uh, it was... Nothing here blew me away, and nothing here was particularly new like some of the other shows. But the writing was solid, character development was good, uh, and, you know, the show made me give a fuck about Hawkeye, which is what it intended to do. So, it succeeded. So, that's cool. Uh, I've been yeah. rewatching Scrubs. Oh, wow. Started on episode one. I'm now uh, close to the end of uh, se of season two. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, I'm I'm reminded of why I like this show so much, and uh, why I think that Doctor Cox is one of the best written characters in TV. Period. Oh, like and ever. best performed as well, because it, yeah, it, it no, wouldn't be sure. half of it without fucking what's, it, what's John McGlinley, McKinley, McGlinley, whatever. I fucking owns that role Irish so hard he does it in yeah he does it in multiple movies he's, yeah, he's that good at it <laughs> but uh yeah no absolutely uh he he's the only reason to go watch that piece of shit Highlander the the quickening because he plays oh, a villain right. in that movie and he he's the only fucking funny part because he's Doctor Cox but that's it sorry uh I also rewatched New Mutants hmm. And it's not as bad as I first thought it to be. It's still not good. <laughs> but I definitely found things to enjoy on a rewatch. Uh, and I definitely see, like... The studio yeah. meddling? Like, you see where the studio, you, like, touched, you, it, touched it inappropriately? I can, yeah, I can, I can see the strings. I can see, like, where the strings are being pulled by the studio. 
and mm. when they're not, and in those times when you can tell they're not, there's a good movie in there. Mm. Somewhere in there, there was a good movie, and then it just got chopped to shit, and this turned into this. Mm. Um, it's happened a lot recently, I think. And then I got some things for uh, for Merry Crisis. Um, I got a certain someone, uh, a, a bone king, if you will, uh, has sent Ooh, me a fuck? book, The House of Leaves, that I am very intrigued to get into. So yes, you know, look forward to that in a future, uh, you know, in a future recents. But I also got uh, some Christmas presents from my sister Marisol. Uh, they got, she got me three albums, uh, like on vinyl. Uh, she got me Beetlejuice. Oh, cool. She got me Superman 2. And she got me the Blues Brothers. Really good. Yeah, man. Really good vinyl. Solid picks across the board. Uh, I'm super excited to hear what the Blues Brothers sounds like coming out of that cabinet. Uh... I mean, uh, uh, Beetlejuice also, but the Blues Brothers coming out of that cabin is going to have, that's going to be a vibe. Like, that's going to be, like, maybe the dude comes over to the house and we have some whiskey vibe. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm thinking All that right. too. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll bring the There bomb. you go. Uh, and then I want to talk about, now, this would be on my, li- on my list for the main meat of the show, but I need to talk, I'm going to talk about it here, so I'll exclude it from the rest of the show later. Uh, I saw Encanto. Oh yeah, the that new came Disney out. Disney movie. It was fucking amazing. It was so 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 good. Uh, the voice acting in this was fantastic. Uh, it also like Disney had like perfect timing here because like muscle girls are like the big thing on TikTok, and they definitely created like a muscle girl thirst trap character with one of their characters in this. Um, uh-huh. so rule 34 oh I'm yeah. sure but uh, but yeah the movie was fucking great uh, the, the Latin American cast for this movie was awesome Diane Guerrero is one of the voices uh, Stephanie mm. Beatrice does a voice John Leguizamo does a voice uh, oh. mu- the music is by uh, is by uh, oh my god um Fucking Hamilton, Miranda. Uh, Thank you, Lin Manuel Miranda. Miranda. Alexander Hamilton themselves. Yes, Yes. correct. No, it's uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, and it's visually stunning. The story is fantastic. Uh, Anyone who grew up in a Latin family is definitely going to like connect with the main moral of this story. I think, Uh, Mm. and a lot of minority families, I think, would. But it's definitely it's it's a Latin movie. It's based in Colombia. Uh, which is funny because the music is written by a Puerto Rican. Diane Guerrero is Cuban. They're just like, ah, eh, they're Latin American. It's fine. They're they can be Colombian. <laughs> what part of Mexico yeah. are you from? But no, uh, everyone did a great job. It was I've saw, I've seen it three times since it came out. Oh wow, uh, that's I, a pretty impressive number. Jesus, I, I'm catching new. I caught new little bits about it, and the music is fucking banging. There's a couple songs in there that are like stuck that are on they they live in my head rent free right now. They're just on repeat. Uh, and yeah, I honestly like I said I, I can't recommend it enough. I, I truly truly can't. I feel uh, like I'm gonna have to binge these fucking movies at some point. I've been so out of the loop on like the last four. So well, <laughs> at like, some point I can just go through so all. Of them. There's other like the 
of like the Disney movies that came out this year, I will say Encanto is, in my opinion, by far the best from every angle. In my opinion, it's 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 a solid, solid animated movie. Families like it's good. It'll be great for any families, but this con- it's it's meant to connect with people of the of of like the Latino experience, and it does so, in my opinion. Well, uh, I, I kind of uh, like how Disney's doing this, where they're sort of just yeah. going into different cultures and bringing in different, like, you know, uh, I don't, it's not really so much beliefs as it's like uh, just sort of common sense morals that are brought yeah. in different cultures, like just different things that they kind of, I, there's a word for this and I'm going to fucking hate myself. Well, no, they, they, they are digging into the cultural experiences of specific, like of specific cultures, which is cool. Um, right. But that is it for my recents. Uh, go watch Encanto, please. Uh, Bone King, finish us off. Alrighty, so um, I'm gonna go ahead and just give like a nice summarized version of what I got because I wasn't here for the last episode, and you know I've got a lot of things that I was doing. I kind of went a little crazy during the Christmas shopping sale. Um, it's so stupid because I'll sit here and I'll freaking like go, man, should I buy this game? Nah, man, I don't know. Maybe I could buy it later. I don't know. Do I want to spend that money? And it's like five dollars. <laughs> and it's like son of a bitch just get it if you fucking want it so i i got a bunch of little right. rpgs here and there bone king yes i have a question do i might wa- have an answer do you want me to interrupt you now or later oh my what recents did you forget go for it yes One thing right. only because i just watched it today uh-huh. uh i saw jimmy carr's his dark materials uh stand-up comedy special and it was legitimately fantastic but it also has one of my best like anti-vax burns that I've that I've heard someone do just in mm-hmm. his stand up special. Well, he has two lines. One is that he goes, uh, so do you guys think that people are overreacting to covid? And everyone's like, yeah, he goes, yes, the survivors do seem to think so. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one is now, is anyone here not going to take the vaccine? And one dude raises his hand. And he goes, now take that hand and slap yourself in the face with it because <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. And just the public burden of that was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Y'all have uh, the autonomy over your own bodies. I'm just pointing out what I thought was funny in the, in the, in the special. Carry on, Bo King. I promise I'm done. <laughs> no, it's fine. Look, I'm all about wearing protection, if you know me. Um, so, uh, as I was saying, I bought a lot of stuff on the Switch, so I bought this game on a sort of whim because it kind of reminded me of, like, a single-player Dead by Daylight, and mm-hmm. anything that cuts out on those fucking long-ass lobby times, you know, is, is an A-plus in my book. So, I got a game called Party Hard. Has anyone played this? Uh-uh. No. So, I bought this game on PC a long time ago, and I never played it, but then I bought it again for the Switch for, like, four bucks, and I was like, all right, I think I'll actually play it here. So, the idea of the game is you are a, like, slasher killer that's basically modeled after Michael Myers, but, like, a Saturday Night Live Michael Myers who likes to dance. So, basically, Um... yeah, so, basically, um, you have, like, a stab button, uh, a hide button, and a dance button. And the dance can be used to distract people or whatever, but the idea is, is he wants to party alone. So, he has to systematically kill everybody at the party without alerting anybody. So, it's, like, really a stealth game more than anything. Mm. So, it's an isometric game, and you play, what was that? No, I, it sounds like a parody almost. Well, yeah, actually, but it's more of like an homage because you find like um, there's other playable characters you can get even. And one of them's obviously a Jason analog. Uh, well, really, he's a Jason slash Leatherface. 
because he has a chainsaw, but he also has a freaking hockey mask. So I don't know which one they're going for there. Mm. Um, but either way, like I, I actually really got into the gameplay because as you're going and killing every single person in the party, the further you get along in it, like you, you the stakes start rising. So let's sure. say there's 60 people at this fucking party. You get down to your like 55th kill. You do not want to get caught. So it's a lot more like, oh shit, I'm right at the end. I better do this right. And do people become like increasingly more suspicious or paranoid? So they'll okay. So thankfully, it's a little bit more arcadey than how it's like realistic. Okay. So no, but they will oh. call the police if they see a body, and then the police mm. will come, put a rag over it, and then walk away. So the <laughs> body will still be there. <laughs> so the body will can still be there. But they'll bodies? Keep, you can hide bodies, but if they've got if they're seen, you can't touch them. Got it. So it's it's like you'll just see a bunch of like if you just go on a stabbing spree in a room and then like someone sees it as you're running out, that room's just getting covered with fucking sacks. And the police officer's like, well, job's done. See you later. And the police <laughs> can chase you as if they see you and someone calls the cops on you. And if you manage to outrun them, they go, I'm not paid enough for this shit. And they run away. So if you get far enough, you can actually evade them. I don't know. I had actually a really fun time with it. And it was fucking four bucks. And I beat the game, beat every level and the bonus levels and the DLC because they were all cont contained in this fucking pack. And I was like, wow, that was really fun. I hope they make a new one. W what's this? P Party Hard 2 is already on the Nintendo Switch store? Oh, okay. So now I'm playing Party Hard 2. I'll let you know how that nice. goes. Um, nice. Uh, other that actually sounds really fun. It is. I highly recommend it. And it's super cheap. How much was I, it? Uh, watch. Uh, it was, I think the base price is like 10 bucks or something, but it's mm. on sale for like four bucks. Oh. So I'm assuming it'll go back down there again. Um, so next thing I played was, uh, so for the stream, I played, uh, something for Christmas and I already talked about D2 on the previous stream, mainly cause I finished it super early. Uh, so for Christmas itself, I ended up playing the Resident Evil 2 Christmas mod. Um, this was a very, very, very interesting mod. So from what I gather, this was made for someone's specific stream and it has a whole bunch of references to their stream that like, I don't get because I don't watch the stream, but the actual changes to the enemy models, the environments, uh, so the sound effects, it actually kind of creates a parody run. And I, this along with the kendo cut really makes me feel like there's a market for this. Like, replay the same game, but as a farce. Oh. Okay. Like, think it, of the it, most it's, serious game. It's like game. the Wacky Wildland. Uh, it's like the... Uh, fucking, what's it called? What's the, the perk uh, called? The perk Adrian? in Fallout, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Wild Wasteland? There you go. No, gotcha. Whatever. whatever. Yeah, I think it one. is that, isn't it? Anyway, but no, like, imagine the most serious tone game, like The Last of Us parody cut. And you just go through the game again, but they just change sound files. I don't know. Actually, you know what, what other game had something like that? What? The PS1 Spider-Man game had a what, what if, yeah, had a what if mode. Okay. That, that added a bunch of really weird shit to the game. And that's actually one of the first games I can think of that had a full, like, just joke mode, or like a joke playthrough. And Budokai, now that I think about it. Oh, yeah. in those games, there was a bunch of offshoot timelines where you get, like, mini Krillin cell and shit. Like, I'm all for it. I think it's a smart idea. And so far, that Christmas mod was a lot of fun. Um, just really a lot of clever ideas and reusing sound effects. I highly recommend it. I don't want to ruin it, but they changed a lot. 
Um, so, and the last thing for my recents, I was blessed enough to have Brawling Barb come over to my house and sit in my in my guest room and set up his VR helmet. Did you and show I got them the play. pillow? I, I showed, well, no, he already knows about the pillow. Oh, and yes, okay. this is a point of contention on my Discord. I I have a really cool uh, Silent Hill 2 pillow, and I don't want to tell anybody about it. I want the mystery to be alive. So we'll see how long we can keep this going for. Uh, and James just wants me to show the pillow so bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're just going to have to bite it for now. That's all. <laughs> Bite the pillow. Got it. Got but uh, moving on. So I was blessed enough to try out the VR headset and I got to play Resident Evil 4 VR. Wow. And what'd you think? Wow. 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 Guys, this is incredible. I'm sorry. Like, I, I know I don't want to sound like a major Resident Evil shill, but I'm going to shill. No, a you would never. I would never. I usually no, But to be fair, I end up talking shit more often than not. But regardless, like. Playing this, I need to play more games like this. Going back to a, a a game you grew up with environment and being in it is such a feeling. Like it, it goes a little bit beyond than just like, oh, here's a recreation of some ski lodge or something. Like that's pretty, don't get me wrong. But I have fucking lived, breathed, and pissed and shit this game for fucking years as a kid. So it's like, being in it in a way that I never was before was very interesting. I, I just have a question about. Sure. It. D would you recommend picking up an Oculus just for this game, knowing the cut content? Well, the cut content is stupid, and I I kind of hope someone mods it back in because really it's only just a couple of fucking like voice lines, and I don't want to like excuse it. No, man, I'm talking about there's no mercenaries, oh. there's no Simon Ada, no separate ways. They they talked about adding in a mercenaries mode. You know, but I don't know. I would like for them to add in the other stuff. That'd be great. But as a package, I mean, an, a, a a ten something year old game, fifteen year old game, and they're cutting content from it. This is very active. To be fair, it's not like it's uh, Square Enix where or where it's like, oh, we're gonna remake the game, but just cut out eighty five percent of the content. Like, no, this is actually adapting it to a new medium. It's interesting because in the VR world, it's very different. And I, I actually am, am happy to report, I usually get super, like, nauseous with these VR games. I didn't get nauseous once the entire time playing RE4 VR. So they're doing something right there. And and just being able to actually shoot the gun, shoot the medallions, get the fucking animations, it was a next-level experience. You were dual-wielding the knife and the, and the handgun, Yes, right? I was. Do you know how much the game changes when you can run and shoot? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just like broken by this point. The game is not designed for this. You can literally run with the knife. Like, you know in the knife you have to run up, slash, and then kind of back away? You can literally half-life to it where it's like, touch it and go, get it and go, get it and go. Like, it evade everything. It's it's actually ridiculous, but it's a fun experience and I highly recommend it. I don't recommend buying a whole fucking Oculus for it though. That's well, the one thing I'm not one, really sure. Once you're done with Resident Evil 4, you can play Skyrim VR. There's there's Skyrim a lot of VR games. is great. There's a it's lot of good so VR good. games. I'm really I really do think about getting a VR headset because there there's a good library now and it's definitely worth it. But I didn't know if RE4 VR was on like a specific thing. It's still all very new to me, but I did very much enjoy it and I do recommend it. Like um, for me, just really quick, walking yeah. over like when because I, I only got to try it for about an hour, 
but like actually getting to like look around Whiterun in Skyrim yes. VR was awesome. The details, because so you like it's it's beyond just your field of vision in the game. Yeah. You get the whole sca- sense of scale. Yep. It's pretty great. It changes Sorry, it completely. Carry on. No, it's fine. Like imagine walking into Pueblo and the giant like fucking tower that's there. It's actually huge. Like you look up and it's there. It's I don't know. I know I sound like a broken record, but it was it was intense. Um, I really want a Resident Evil One version of this because being VR in the mansion would make me cream. Sorry, Look, I, I don't mean that. That would actually Same. make me right. Because it's already. I'd buy an Oculus if if RE One was there. I also agree. Remake one. Remake. Well, of course. I mean, it would. It, it would have to be remake. They've already reused reused those assets like fifty times. I don't see why not. Um, but yeah, no. Question I, though, because yeah. remake does remake have actual in engine back like uh. Because the original Resident Evil game, like Resident Evil 1 and 2, they're pre-rendered backgrounds. They're not rendered in-engine. Did the remake, in the remake, are they pre-rendered or are they rendered in-engine? It's kind of both. Because if it's pre-rendered background, that eliminates your chance of a conversion to VR right there. I guess, yeah, there's a lot of things that are kind of already, um, what's it called, like pre-rendered, but yeah. the, the areas are modeled, and it's kind of a combination of both textures and the modeling of things, because mm. RE Remake is fucking a million years ahead of its time, it has ray tracing um, d- during the GameCube era, mm-hmm. so like, it's it's really big like that, but here's the thing though, uh, fucking Resident Evil uh, Umbrella Chronicles came out, and that already remodeled the entire inside of the mansion, so Fair. it's already there. Um, but that's pretty much it for my recents. Uh, I really am looking forward to more VR things, I, I might actually get one, shit. <laughs> Good for you, brother. Does anyone have any news? Because I only have one, and I could squeak I, it by real quick. I have one piece of news, and it's I also quick. really only have one. This is a scant news well, season. Everyone took a fucking break this week because it's yeah. right after Christmas, so everyone's like, uh, social medias and, uh, are on hiatus. And everyone got, uh, Omicron, so, you know. Bro, the amount <laughs> of calls and people, man. It's, it's, it was crazy. Sorry. Yeah. Um, anyway, my one bit of news really quick. Uh, Go for it. Dead by Daylight announced a new killer, which is just funny that they're still announcing new guest killers. I just, whatever. So we're getting Sadako from Ringu. Oh. Oh, that's going to be interesting to play as. It's going to be, well, I, if you want to know what that would play like, uh, just play the spirit. She's already kind of in the game, but oh, all right. So we're just—it's gonna be like Hillbilly and Leatherface, where they just both have a chainsaw and just they're gonna have to use it, use it differently somehow. You know what I mean? Because like Leatherface, you know his whole thing is he runs crazy with a chainsaw, and Hillbilly's whole thing is he runs crazy with a chainsaw. So mm-hmm. they've had similar killers in the past. So I, I have faith that they'll do something interesting. I just think it's funny that we we eventually got her. I guess. <laughs> Well, would would you argue that Dead by Daylight has kind of you know it's it's met its, bloated its time yes yeah very much so like this is a little much now do you it's, feel with all these it's so bloated in fact that like they're in a they're in a tricky spot because they've managed to get such icons of horror in Dead by Daylight one. That if they were to do Dead by Daylight 2, which they sincerely need because they've been running on the same engine for fucking ever, 
like they would need to get all those licenses again. So they're really just stretching this one Dead by Daylight game out forever because they know they're not going to re-secure the same people. And if we do get Dead by Daylight 2, it's just going to be the original killers and survivors. Maybe some of the guests will return, but I highly doubt they all will. So they're just trying to make this engine and this game last as long as it can. So I agree, super bloated. Not only that, but since we all watched the Game Awards, the Game Awards had a debut of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yep. and it looks like it's going to be the same type of game. We already have Friday the 13th. You know, people will kind of, I don't know, rip off is, I don't know if rip off is the right word well, of what make games in Daylight those genres, the whole fucking horror yeah, versus, yeah. And the concern you as a fan should have and other fans should have is if those other games do it better. Because they're going to have a different engine. They're going to have probably updated assets. Maybe the servers will run better. Because you've complained every time they do an anniversary thing. It's always broken. The game shits the fucking bed. The Resident Evil uh, anniversary thing you mentioned a couple episodes back fucking completely wrecked the fucking game. The RPD map was broken. Yeah. Yeah, you were, you mentioned that map broken. Yeah. Fucking like that and the every single release, every single big release they've done, something is broken. Like during the anniversary, people were losing their fucking progress and their fucking rankings. During Halloween, the main character's perk wasn't working. Like I want to give them my support, but they always put their attention on the most ridiculous shit like in advertising that like while stuff is breaking every single release, we're focusing on stuff like the Dead by Daylight bake sale where we talk about Dead by Daylight cakes and ooh, check out the new emotes we added. Like it's all on advertising. You've got to fucking work on that behavior. I don't know. Anyway, before we get a ton of people telling me how I'm super wrong on Dead by Daylight, don't worry, everyone is. Um, that's all I've got for my news on Dead by Daylight. Uh, just really quick, this is my news. Uh, legendary wrestling announcer Jim Ross, I mentioned a few months ago, uh, they found cancer mm-hmm. oh. in, his, in his body, and he had to go into a chemo and uh, change his diet and stuff like that. Good news, as official of today, he is cleared in of remission. Yes, that's Jim awesome. Ross is le- Jim Ross is a fucking goat. <laughs> Of wrestling, so I'm really happy to hear that he's uh, 100% cancer-free. Well, all right. Uh, the only piece of news I've got is that uh, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home passed the $1 billion mark. Uh, and it has cur- and it has currently beat... I mean, in the age of COVID, it kind of is. No, no, you, you missed... I was just mentioning a character in the movie. You're a, sorry. You're a, he's not, actually. <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah, it, it, uh, it's at this point, it's currently past Rogue One and The Dark Knight uh, for box office revenue, uh, which is cool. Uh, I'm, That's I'm its competition? It. A competition, really? Rogue, Rogue One's up there? Oh yeah, Rogue One made big money. Huh. Okay, and I didn't know Captain that. Captain Marvel did too. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that, that's really it, man. I mean... I have a bunch of like minor shit I could say about No Way Home, but I've talked about it ad nauseum. So, you know, I then, and it's yeah, not so like it's, we're going to talk about it on our list of favorite things this year later or anything. No, not at all. No. Mm-mm. So speaking of, should we take a break and then come back to that? Yes. Without further ado, we shall go take a quick break. And when we return, we'll be back with our All Stars Best of 2021. Check and see if you're there. 
Hey there, this is Jessica Nova of My Geek Glory, the naughty and nerdy corner of the internet, and you are listening to the Fan Freaks Podcast. Alrighty, so here we go for the year of 2020. Here are our all-stars. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. No, uh, hang on. 2021. 2021. <laughs> Time has no meaning. That's this right. This is just 20. So for our favorite things of 2020 part two. <laughs> <laughs> So I was trying to work in that whole joke everyone's doing where it's like, oh, 2021, it's just going to be 2022 next year. But, you know, Mm -hmm. fuck me. So who wants to go first on their best favorites of All-Stars? I'll go ahead and and start us off just because, like, it's the most obvious thing. We just did an episode about it. It's Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm not going to go into a whole thing here. Like... Like, just pretend there's a whole thing here, and instead, go listen to the previous episode. And and you're not going to save it for last. Uh, We're just going to get this big one out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Like, we've we've talked about it a a, a good amount. Too much, some would say. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home. What do you got, dude? So, I'm going to go with uh, a film that I really enjoyed uh, because of its pure acting talent. Speaking of his unbearable weight of acting talent, that's oh, well, you saw it already. Uh, oh, I was gonna no, say, has, I didn't think so. Yet. I was like, I was, okay, so go. No, that I said it's oh, coming out soon. Oh, oh. Um, it's on my list for most hyped. If we were gonna do hype, save about that for the end too. for speculation. Uh, but Sorry, pig. what? Uh, pig. I haven't seen I it. I really enjoyed the. This is a really good, uh, weighty drama. It it hits hard, and I. I really recommend it for anybody out there that's that's looking to feel a little bad. No, okay. Great, you know. You Bojack Horseman fans out there, check it out. Because you didn't want to feel bad in 2021. There wasn't enough things to do that, I'm sure. So, uh, Bone King, you're up next, bud. Oh, man, I'm up to the plate. Here we go. So, I actually have a delectable uh, deli platter of a lot of different meats here. Um, I actually order, or like, I organized my list in a very interesting way. I don't want to hear. Look, I'm sick of hearing about your weekend. Get to the it's fucking all list. All I George. do. It's my only identity. All right, hold on. So, <laughs> calm down, Blanche. My goodness, you act like that's a bad thing. Um, either way, so here we go. So, I organized my list in sort of like categories. Uh, so I don't, I don't think anyone mm-hmm. else did that, so it's totally fine, but I just kind of picked my own awards. So here are the bone awards. Here we go. So I'm going to start. Oh, for fuck. I mean, the bone awards. Why not? Here we are. I mean, it doesn't have to be an award. I'm just basically putting it together like this. So starting up my list, I'm going to start out big too, because you know, Dr. Root started to swing his big nuts in here going fucking, I want to swing in like Spider-Man. Here you go, Spider-Man. So I'm going to go with a big one too. My best game of the year is going to go to Yakuza Like a Dragon. All right. I did. I, I, yeah, this makes sense. This makes perfect sense. Honestly, that game had so much fucking heart and it, and it may do with granted a lot of assets that were built up, like built up over time from Yakuza, but it just had such a very simplistic kind of way of approaching its gameplay and how it adapted it to sort of like uh, modern times. It was really interesting and it didn't feel the need to make you be some fucking high schoolers or some shit. And it was a fun JRPG that I actually genuinely enjoyed and I'm happy to report they're gonna be making another Like a Dragon. So the RPG Yakuza's are still coming in strong. Um, yes, it beats Resident Evil Village. 
I'm sorry, it was a fun game, but I feel like this game was just a lot more innovative with that stuff. And that is why it is my best game of the year. Good, good pick. I mean, I saw a little bit of your stream and I could just tell you really loved it. It's uh, on my wish list when it's on sale for like 20 bucks. I'll definitely pick Absolutely. it up because of you. And, you know, it's like biggest weak point is that there isn't enough of it to go like for a long time. So I feel like that's a really weak criticism that I just want more. <laughs> so I don't know. Either way, yeah. Dr. Rude, what you got? Uh, I'm just going to get my obvious ones okay. out of the way. Uh, just because like, yeah, and it's going to surprise nobody. Uh, the next on my list is Arcane. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've rewatched the show two and a half times already. Uh, I just interrupted my third watch to start watching Scrubs. But uh, yeah, uh, the show has blown me away. Uh, and again, as someone who is completely divorced from the League of Legends side of it, in fact, the fact that it was a League of Legends thing was kind of a turnoff oh, yeah. for me. Huh. <laughs> so the fact that despite that, it, this show has had such an impact on me. Yeah, uh, Arcane is one of the, the most... Uh, enjoyable all-around experiences I've had this year because I, I experienced a range of emotions. And if I may, really quick about Arcane, I just can well, I'm going you to anyway. Not. Each time wow. you do this. So, e dude, Every time you, you do this, I, I defy you and will continue regardless because I'm everyone. It's a good song. Sorry. Um, so. Oh, that's not the song I was Well, you should be thinking, thinking of because it's a fucking jam. The Offspring to uh, well, fly you. You know what? It's literally the name of the song. Pretty fly for a white guy, buddy. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, League for of Legends. I, I appreciate any fucking animated show that actually tries to use its own unique art style because there's so many times where they either default to Family Guy like kind of art style or fucking Pixar art style. And there's a lot of fucking the same shows that use that <laughs> same kind of CG. Sure. And I just I, I appreciate something different. That is all. Mixed up. No, I, I do. I do legitimately think that this show might be one of, if not the one of the most successful video game adaptations into like a video media. That I don't has know. Ever you defended Welcome to Raccoon City as being a really good. <laughs> Just because I enjoyed it. I'm not going to call one I'm of the best. Around. No, this is this is definitely one of the best. Uh, so, yeah, uh, dude. What else you got? So this is a movie that um, James and I saw in theaters for a very specific reason. Oh, nice. Um, okay, go. Uh -huh. And he's he was with us that night, I felt. Halloween kid? Godzilla versus King Kong. Um, yeah. It's not going to win a fucking best writing or anything like that, but it's a damn good time, and it was fucking enjoyable. And, uh, you know, James and I just geeked out all through... Yep. Throughout that fucking theater, man. It was it was a joy to watch. No, it was it was fun as fuck too. Yeah. Fun fun yeah. fun is probably the best uh the best way to call it. Yeah. No, it's definitely what it brought to the table most, I think. I it's I'm in a weird place. I don't I feel like I saw this movie, but I don't remember a single thing about it, so maybe I didn't. Like <laughs> <laughs> I mean do you remember King Kong you fighting Godzilla? You think that'd be something I do, remember, right? Like, it's a pretty goddamn distinct visual <laughs> for me to fucking miss uh -huh. out on. But anyway, that's a... Because both of those things are things you like. Big uh, 
animal-like people. Meat slapping each other. Absolutely. Just big fists flying. But here we go. You know, Kong is getting progressively more human. There's going to reach a point where Bone King's going to want to fuck him. I don't know. If if he has something else that rhymes with Kong, that's that's interesting. Who knows? In any uh, case, um, fucking... So, that's a good pick. And, uh... Oh, Dong. That's right. Totally. Glad you got there. Glad you got there. <laughs> Thank you for catching up. Water can't... Water just we came just out had a real nose. spit take, live recorded. <laughs> So I'm up next? <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh-huh. so I did best game, so I'm going to go ahead and do best movie of 2021 for me. All right, so here we go. Uh, I also have my honorable mentions really quick, or, or I guess nominations. Should I do that? It's an all-stars. Like, all-stars have Fine, honorable mentions? Fine, we'll just do my best movie. So the best movie, I'm going to give it to The Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. Nice. How okay. funny and Thought fucking ironic considering how often I shit talk the other Suicide Squad, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but it's night and day on the No, quality. absolutely. Hence why it's oh, fucking yeah. here. But I just think it's funny how I ended up talking shit about this fucking movie and then they came back, redid it into something that I'm like, all right, you know what? This is the best movie. Yeah, go for it. The, the, the two movies, I think, work really great together as a case study with how, of how the do's and don'ts of making a mm. comic book movie. Like, they really do work no, perfectly yeah, together in that regard. because they actively took criticism and fucking improved on it, and it's almost like that fucking works. <clears throat> Sonic the Hedgehog's design. Wild. Um, but uh, I give it to the Suicide Squad and not Spider-Man, which I thought was going to be the big question, but I guess no one cares. Um, fucking, I liked Spider-Man a lot, but I felt like the one thing drawing it back was you kind of needed to know some of the context, like in order to get the real impact of a lot of it. Like, because there's a sure. lot of impact, but if you don't have it or know what's happening before, then you kind of lose some of it. And I feel like the Suicide Squad Agreed. is kind of its own contained, better as a contained movie on its own. So so I gave it to the yeah. Suicide Squad. The, the characterization was fucking amazing. Each character had a point, a purpose. The jokes were witty and not fucking memes the whole time. I, I genuinely enjoyed it. It was a good movie. All right. Uh, next up on my list, again, gonna keep surprising nobody. Uh, is Metroid Dread. Mm. Uh, it was another present from somebody here in the room. Uh, not pointing, not pointing out who that is. But uh, yeah, uh, thoroughly enjoyed the game. Uh, I beat it twice, like back to back. And yeah, man. I mean. You want to talk about, like, sure, as a Metroid fan, I've waited so long for a new Mm -hmm. Metroid game. But this was everything I wanted and and surprised me in ways that I didn't anticipate but enjoyed. Adding, I didn't think I wanted you to add a a survival horror element to Metroid, but... Here we are, and it was and awesome. it fit like a glove, yeah. huh? as you told me. It really I feel did. like Metroidvanias it are really, inherently really have some survival horror kind of like gameplay concepts in terms of conserving health, fucking limited uh, ammo for special attacks or something. That's 
That's true. No, for any because game. Uh, in Metroid, at least in Castlevania, because again, I didn't play Metroid, but there is sort of like a, a, a focus on don't get hit, and like there's a lot. The odds are against. Oh, look, I get it. Any game has that. I know, but the it's the the idea of <laughs> hey, um, the the odds are stacked against me, and I need to conserve my healing items and stuff like that. That is some part of a survival horror. Whether or not that scaled like something like fucking character actiony, like Bayonetta or something. You know what I mean? There's a difference mm-hmm. in terms of of pacing, and I feel like Metroid would fit horror really well. But uh, yeah, adding something that you are actively running away from was a was a great touch and really added to the uh, to the the stress of the game. You know the 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 impact that it has. Uh, yeah, and I had like I said, just it a great new fucking side scroller game, which I'm always happy mm. to get more of. Uh, so yeah, Metroid Dread, one of my favorite I just things realized I did this year. That I'm sorry, that Dude, Metroid and what? Resident Evil are self-destruct sisters. They're huh? self-destruct sisters. They always end their games with a self-destruct se- sequence. Uh, Where it's run out of the area, saying. it's all Is that the blow? hashtag? Self. You bet your fucking sisters. ass it is. I wrote that shit right down. <laughs> So you know what's really funny that I only just realized only because I talked about it earlier this uh, uh-huh. this episode. Yeah, you know what's two really disconnected games that both pioneered oh. a thing. So Silent Hill one and Spider Man one only came out like six months mm-hmm. apart. So there's no way they could have copied like that. Spider Man could have copied this of Silent Hill. But they both developed fog as a system of covering up your no, hardware for sure. limitations. They, they had the same problem, and it was an effective solution. They both just came to the same solution. Yeah. The only difference is that for Silent Hill, the fog is this way. And for, uh, for Spider-Man, the fog was down because they couldn't render out the bottom well, yeah. part of the city. That's why like the, the whole game takes place on building tops with just fog covering the rest of it. And I was like, oh, that's really funny how that works out that way. So, uh, Fog, Fog sisters? sisters, there uh, you go. We, we're all talking about spiritual success. Anyway, dude. Dude? <laughs> what do you got? Um, this is going to be my movie of the year for doing something like that. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah. This is a hard-hitting fucking drama. I really love the acting here. Um, blown away by its set pieces and by the writing. The writing's really sharp and tight. Um, I fully recommend if you ever get a chance to watch it, please watch Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. Uh, where did you watch it, by the way? Yeah. HBO, HBO Max. Max. Okay, cool. It, that's what it is now. Whenever anybody recommends a movie, you have to also say, oh, I found it here. Because it's not like we can all go to the same source anymore. It's yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, I'm up next. Inter- the the oh. streaming sites have taken over cable. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it's funny because it's like we're just doing that loop again. We had like a million cable channels and now we have a million apps. It's just happening. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Um, so next up on mine, I did best game, best movie. So we're going to move on to best TV show. So my best okay. TV show. And trust me, we had a fucking litany of fucking Marvel shows that were actually pretty good. And I I can't put fucking Midnight Mass here because I didn't see it. And I know I wanted to and I totally missed it. So everyone send your hate mail to <laughs> at TV on Twitter. Um, but my best TV show is going to be Squid Games. Um, 
Fucking no. right. ace. I was so worried when I saw the show where it was like, oh, hey, it's death games in a way. Like, you know, oh, gosh, it's going to be Saw. It's going to be so grisly. It's just going to be the same kind of thing where they just leave them in a place to torture. No. But you love Saw. I know. But I, first off, I love Saw 1 and 2. Just getting and 3D. Weirdly enough, that movie was pretty OK. Um, but I love those movies. But what I loved about Squid Game is that it was just so much more supervised and so much more like a uh, 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 a planned out thing like jigsaw's doing the shit all on his own squid game feels like this is a system and and they did some specific moves that i can't say here on the show that players made decisions that really add depth to them there's a big decision that happens early on and then i was like oh shit and then when something else happened it kind of gave every single choice and decision after that point a different depth because you knew that they made this choice before this happened Either way, I'm being super vague, but hopefully when you see the show, you'll know what I'm talking about. The acting was stellar. Fucking, I I, I want to give it to like, I'm trying to think who was my favorite, but they all did such a good job conveying their character. Like, it, it wasn't like, um, oh no, my favorite was the fucking, um, the sassy lady. Oh my God, I can't believe I forgot her name. Do you guys know who I'm talking about? Oh, she was- yeah. I didn't the, watch the one, kinda, yes. the one who was kind of crazy. Yes, oh my, she was fan. That actress fucking went for it. I fucking adored her for the entire fucking thing. Either way, uh, Squid Game's favorite TV show of 2021, highly recommend, but you probably already saw it, if not through memes. So, <laughs> Dr. Rude, what you got? Uh, next up on my list uh, is uh, Bo Burnham. Oh, inside. I'm so happy you brought this up. Um... Talk about a like uh, adapting an art form uh, because it's not it is definitely not a stand up special in the traditional sense, but it is, you know, he was given a difficult situation. First off, talk about like some shit luck on you. Like the man steps away from comedy for like five years because he's overwhelmed the anxiety is getting to him. The pressure is too much. The you know his TV show didn't do great. He steps away from comedy pretty much altogether. Doesn't do tours, and then thinks, you know what? I think I'm ready to do a tour. I'm gonna put out a new special, and then global yep. pandemic. <laughs> I mean, isn't this the case with everyone <laughs> though? Like all of our plans just fucking stand yeah. still, and that's what his entire piece is about. I would like to coin the term musical documentary. It's, it's not that, a stand-up special. It's not here. like this is like some fucking like, it's not it one, is, usually a stand-up special is one single like long recording of their set. This was much more of like an actual like well thought out scripted fucking like edited. There was a whole bunch of inserts. He also was laying down a couple times. Yeah, so it's hardly a stand-up. <laughs> but no, I, I I feel it's more of a documentary only because it, it really gives you an in-look on him as a person a lot, and it's not really so much focused on entertaining. It's very interesting. It's, it's difficult for me to call something that's, uh, that, like, you can't, like, to make a documentary about yourself Isn't is that a, weird. So I don't know if you can really call that a documentary. Yeah, because it's autobiographical. But I can't. But you documentaries really aren't well, autobiographical. Well, that's not necessarily true. There was that one. 
Because then they're not documentaries. Because then you can't you can't possibly tell an unbiased. Well, no, story that's not the purpose. Is to tell an unbiased version. I'm saying like he's documenting what's going on from his perspective, which is something documentaries have done in the past. Whatever. It's We're a good movie show uh, TV thing. It is. It uh, and it made me like. It did make me laugh, but it made me feel a bunch of other mm. shit as well. Which is, uh, some of it didn't feel good. There's straight up parts of it where I'm empathizing with him so much that I was like, had, like I was on the verge of a breakdown, mm. really, my first time watching it. But nonetheless, it was very impactful for me this year. And I think it deserves like it is his magnum opus it is his like it is so far the most interesting and creative thing that bo burnham has ever made and i think the most important thing he's made so far is that uh, bo burnham inside on netflix uh, if i may watch it, it just and it really feels like he's built up you shut may not. your mouth and you may not <laughs> um fucking it, it feels like this has been building up to it for a long time there's been so many songs where he's like peeling the curtain back and singing about the industry and shit so like this was yes. a long time coming dude what you got yeah um so this is one of two animation shows that I have on here that I really fucking loved. Uh, this one's Invincible. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Taking that off the list. Um, so here's my thing with Invincible. As as the fearless Hagrid leader, whatever, fan freaks, you'd think I would know more about comics than I do. Think, but unfortunately, dude, there's think. so... It's just so many fucking... Uh, comics out there. I never read Invincible. I never even heard of it until I watched this show. And we all did when we watched the first episode. We were like, oh, this is all right. This is, uh, you know, I'm not. Holy yeah. shit, that ending. And uh, mm -hmm. it fucking grips you and never lets you go. You fucking are in for a ride the entire show. Uh, thanks for the meme fucking bumping. Okay, I'm glad. I'm Aven glad you thing. got it because y'all looked uh, at me like I was crazy and I'm like, uh, it's the thing. It's the only thing I know from this fucking show. Oh, so you haven't watched it? No, I it. haven't. Oh, alright. Uh, all I right. fully recommend that you do. I, it's alright. <laughs> what a glowing recommendation. Also, check, uh, Check out our fan freaks reaction review episode. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we did that, which uh, I guess, Bone, you could listen to that and that way you don't have to watch it. Okay. I mean, you, you were saying it was good, so I would want it. But now that you gave me that, now I don't have to. No, so thank you. Yeah, there you go. It is, legit, it, it is a legitimately good show. And uh, it's a... Uh, and not to, like, be a broken record, but, you know, if... Uh, but it, it's interesting to compare it to Arcane. Because, like, Invincible took very established, like, animation mm. styles and used it in a yes. new way. Which I really liked, because then it's not like Arcane, which came up with something very new and, and different in terms mm. of its visual representation. Invincible, instead, took what we come to expect as, like, a superhero-looking mm. TV show... And then used it to tell this very, like, critical, uh, critical story. 
which I really appreciate. Well, violent, yes, but it's also very critical of the superhero genre it, as a whole. It's, it's kind of kind like, one of, the whole like, um, of it. like it's, it's you're right. It's taking an existing art style that we have like this sort of genre tied to it and spinning it into something different. I agree with that. It's almost like you have like a, yes. a Pixar animation style, but then you make it like gory or something. And like, imagine how weird that would be, Team Fortress Two. Um, so, <laughs> Sausage Party oh. was the first thing that came. Yeah, to I was. I was gonna say it's like imagine if Sausage oh, Party no, were good. That's, no, uh, but they're not really. Well, I guess they are Pixar looking. Jesus. All right, whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. All right. Bone okay. Thing. What? Oh wait, I'm sorry. Are you are you done with Invincible, yeah. dude? Okay. I'm Bone feeling Invincible, got? so here I go. Uh. Okay, which one do you want to hear first? Best actor or best album? Actor. Best oh, album. here we go. Oh. See, this is what happened in my head. Actor? actor. Okay. So, um, I initially had Tom Holland here, but since you said Spider-Man, no longer. Um, he was no longer my fan. No, I'm kidding. He did a great job. Don't get me wrong. But if I had to say, uh, oh, this is going to be a weird thing. So, this actress has been in a lot of okay productions uh but i have consistently liked her performance in every single one of them and i've never blamed her mm. for it so i'm gonna give a uh, best actor to florence pug pug sorry for massacring your name florence but i i think you're a great up and coming if not you've been doing stuff for a while i don't know i just found you but i really do like you i think you you have a lot to make it big put you put you right there with my favorites so, um, along with uh, Tony Collette and what's her face from uh, American Horror Story? Help me out here. Oh, oh not Jessica be... Lang. The f oh God. Oh, uh, um, the like. She was. Fuck. I, hold on, really quick though. Uh, you're Sarah Paulson, thank Sarah you. Paulson. I love her to um, death. Um, you love her yes, so much. You no, I forget name. names. Period. So that has nothing to do with how much I love whoever you are. Really? Irene Bond, fuck you! Sniping <laughs> 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 jokes. Christ. It um, wouldn't be an All Stars without a snipe. No, I mean, that's right. Uh, no, inarguably, uh, like even the mostly like middle of the road. Uh, yeah, Black yeah. Widow, <laughs> she was one of the standout uh -huh. parts of it. You know, it's, it's her performance. I really think she's a good like character she actress, and you don't get a lot of those nowadays. You know. Yeah, I only, uh, I only have uh, an issue with what you said because that kind of diffuses Midsommar because you said she's been an okay production. Midsommar is oh, fucking yeah. amazing. Well, see, it... No, not just Midsommar, Little Women was also really good so, and she was in that too. I mean, when I okay. said, like, I just found you, it wasn't from freaking Black Widow. Like, I found her in Midsommar. And that's what I was saying. Like, I don't know if what you were in before that, but everything since then, I've been like liking you in these movies. So it, it's, you know, I don't know. It's not every day you get a really good character actress. And Midsommar, she was a really fucking ace part of that too. So like, and that movie was already good on its own. So I don't know, want to give that yeah. shout out. Good job, Florence. I, I got you back. <laughs> mm hmm. All right, Dr. Rude. Uh, oh yeah, uh, next up, uh, I played the f so it's really weird to have this on my list because it's mostly brought me back to something I love, but nonetheless, it came out and it came out this year. It's the Mass Effect oh Legendary Collection, uh, Legendary Edition. 
Why? Oh my because god! Because it, like, these the games yeah, didn't come out you. this year. It's it's a it's still stuff that came out a long time it's ago. It's a remaster. But it the counts. music is the it's music new. Like, did they redo the music? The fuck? They redo a lot of shit. <laughs> we're not we're not okay, starting this right. again. We're not having this whole debate. Point is, it's on my list. Uh, you can go fuck yourself. Fair. Um, <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> fuck yourself? Yes, I've yeah. watched. <laughs> the improvements for made to buddy. the games. Uh, <laughs> The improvements made to the games were fantastic. It was really cool to just, like, get lost in the world of Commander mm. Shepard again. And it's also great to literally just, like, like having it all collected like this. And it really allows you to do a full playthrough much mm. more easily. Mm. Which makes it just feel like one big, long, epic game versus mm. three games. Mm. Uh, which is cool. I enjoyed the fuck out of that. So uh, yeah, my I don't know what's up with me and uh, enjoying things and doing them two and a half times. But my two and a half playthroughs of Mass Effect Legendary Edition uh, was yeah definitely one of my favorite things this year. Just because like it was cool to just go back to that and remember how much uh, I love Mass yeah. Effect. I mean that's about how long it takes to platinum it too. By the way. Two and a half times. Oh, well, when I, okay, no, I, now that you, you said it, because you're talking about the collection. I, I platinum Mass Effect 2 in about two and a half playthroughs, so that makes sense. Yeah, oh, but I didn't I count for the mean. whole thing. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, man, like I said, I can't... Uh, if anyone, if you ever, if you never got the chance to play the Mass Effect game, this is the best, you're never going to get a better chance than this, because, like, it's so well put together. It's a good collection, a good re-release. So it's a, it's a good jumping in I point mean, now. if you can get it for uh, like three that's... bucks on Steam, because sometimes they sell Mass Effect 1 and 2 for like four bucks on Steam. It's an alternative. <laughs> no, but still, the, the, imp but the improvements to, uh, to this okay, are worth fair. it for me. I think and graphically, I know, you, I know you can get some graphical improvement mm -hmm. mods and stuff like that, but the, gra the graphical improvements are great. The control improvements are fantastic. It, a lot of the tweaking they did on the well, Mako. Right? Like, I believe there's a performance okay. mode and a fidelity mode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's 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 awesome. So, yeah, this is the... And, and again, even if it's 60 bucks, that still means you're paying 20 bucks for... 20 bucks each for what I think are three of the best, like, action RPGs of, of all time. Price, yeah. So, yeah, it absolutely is. It's because with all the DLCs and shit. Well, all except for one DLC... Uh, but yeah, that is it for me. What do you got, dude? Uh, my other animation show that I recently binge watched the second part of season one, or if they put, they put it separate, I believe it's just five episodes each season, I guess. But masters of the universe revelations is really yes. fucking good. <laughs> and I, I feel people need to watch more of it. Now, listen, I am not a He-Man guy. I never really watched the original content. I didn't read the, the comics. I didn't, I didn't explore the lore. So most of the, the winks and the nods are lost on me. But as a standalone thing, what I do know is fucking He-Man just says, I have the power and he has a sword. That's literally all I knew going in. But Mark Hamill fucking owned Skeletor. This was so fucking good. And he made it unique. And I love, love the character arc of Tila. I'm not going to spoil anything. But sincerely, yeah. 
you are doing yourself a disservice if you're not watching Masters of the Universe. Hmm. I agree. All right. That is all I have to I say mean, about that. Go ahead, Bone. Because oh. I, I, I mean, I, well, no, I, I, I lied. Because uh, I do have some more experience with He-Man. And uh, yeah, the experience is not changed any if you do understand the nods. It's only improved. It's, it's an awesome... It is an awesome retelling, reforming of the story. I just uh, think it's, it's funny. Great. I just think it's funny in, in the dude's recollection of He-Man. He mentioned like all the major things that are iconic, except the giant cat. The the guy who's obsessed with cats wouldn't like mention the cat oh. first. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Battle cat's Battle cool cat. as fuck. So I don't know. Just saying. Uh, am I up next? He deserved more lines yes. than anything. Fucking Red uh. 13 if I do say so myself. So I've got one, two, three, mm -hmm. four things left. How many do we got left over for everyone? I have six. Uh, six one, left. two, three, four, five, Holy six. Holy crap. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to be done early then, but here we go. So um, I'm going to go ahead. Since you brought up fucking Mass Effect, and that was kind of like a re 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 of that fucking game uh i'm gonna go ahead for best uh -huh. original soundtrack it's gonna go to the near remake near 1.246789 whatever pie nonsense yeah it's just near but it's the soundtrack like everything's redone it's basically a remake from the ground up plus they redid the entire soundtrack and that's what i'm giving an award to is the fact that they took my favorite soundtrack of all time and fucking somehow enhanced it and that also gave birth to another orchestral soundtrack from another orchestra. I love it. Great. Thank you. As a near soundtrack fan, you gave me a lot of content there. That's all I got to say about that one. Next up. Uh, but it's, and so what game is it a remake the of first exactly? Nier. So there's the near and then near automata. So it's a remake it. of the first okay. Nier because everyone missed it. And this, and this was Nier Replicate, <laughs> okay. right? Huh. So that first Nier has two different subtitles. In, I think, uh, America, mm -hmm. it was Gestalt. And in Japan, it was Replicant. So uh -huh. we got Replicant, finally. Okay. Okay, so that's version 1.224744871389. That's right. I was about to go there, too. That's great. Um... Danny of God. It's okay, it's a great oh, sorry, soundtrack. Go I mean, the near one, but that too. So, uh, Dr. Rude, what you got? <laughs> um, so I talked about one uh, very culturally charged uh, Disney entry that came out this year earlier in the episode. I want to talk about another, and that was Raya mm. and the Last Dragon. Mm. Good movie. Uh, it was it, it was great, man. I really enjoyed like. It, it gave me some Avatar well, vibes. Yeah, uh, it's all <laughs> elemental. So. But yeah, but it it had it, it it had some really fun characters. I feel like it did struggle a little bit in telling a part of its story, which is just like forgive the person who screwed you over consistently throughout the movie. Do not learn uh, from toxic people. But okay, yeah, exactly. But the, the it presented a beautiful story. Had a really great message to tell, even if it struggled telling it a little bit, and it was visually amazing. Uh, it, it, like the, the the I loved all the character design. I loved the design on on uh, what was her name? Saya, the, whatever the Raya. last dragon. 
Yeah, Aquafina, Aquafina the dragon. Uh, yes. Yeah, Aquafina the dragon. Exactly. Uh, and yeah, I it's I, I think uh, Disney kind of knocked it out of the park with uh, their animation this year, because uh, you know between Encanto, this, and even Luca, which I, it, which was also thoroughly enjoyable. So they knocked it out of the park. But uh, yeah, if you haven't seen Ryan the Last Dragon, do so. It's it's it's. It's a feast for the senses. I mean, it, really it even is. has a Bone King recommend. I, I do recommend watching it. I, it. There's not really a great ending, per se, but, hey, it's worth it for the rest. That That's really the sure. weakest part. That's it. But whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah, I uh, agree. Dude? Uh, oh, th- sorry. Go th- ahead. Th- I just said, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. You Are you done with Ryan no, the Last Dragon? Yes, it is It is on you, dude. Um. So... I guess it's no surprise here. This is a little masturbatory, but uh, Bone and I did a show together. It's a new oh. show called Eagle Aww. and Wolf, and it's on my favorites of 2021. We finally started <laughs> something that we fucking talked about incessantly, and we kept trying to futz with it and kept trying to like, should we really, wh- how, how are we going to come out with it? I mean, is it a stupid idea? Is it too much Resident Evil? Can we really talk about Resident Evil that much? Turns out the answer is yes. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so, it's good though it's content we can and so we shall you know what i mean and and i <laughs> he said can you two talk about resident <laughs> yeah it turns out yes uh but i i've plugged it twice now for, on uh on the fan freaks twitter i should be we should Focus more on the Eagle and Wolf Twitter because we don't touch it. We, but anyway. we don't touch it, my <laughs> asshole. I fucking posted fucking every episode a fucking tweet about it. No, we don't touch it, my dick. Get out of here. Yes, we, we talk about it once no, a month. No, I Twitter. post every time there's an episode. Like, Yeah, that's once a month. It's a month. Regardless, show. It's, it, it, that's the show. What do you want from me? You, if you want me to do more, we have we talk to people. Yeah, I mean, people people tweet like once a day, though. But not... But we're not doing stream of consciousness. We're letting people know when the episode is out. Look, feel free to put a poll out whenever you feel like it. I'm just saying something that we planned and actually is followed. Last time I put my poll out, I got arrested. Well, all right. <laughs> Try not sticking your polls in places they That's, don't belong. That was his village, villain origin story. <laughs> you know that, that Christmas story where the guy got his tongue stuck on the pole? <laughs> it's like ah. that um but no like something that we actually planned and followed through on deserves recognition and celebration so i'm with you there dude or, or should i say eagle well now it's your turn oh aru here we go so um next up i'm gonna go with best album so I unfortunately it's weird like this year I didn't see a ton of movies I didn't see a ton of TV shows and I missed a bunch of really good albums so this is gonna be like a grain of salt a quarry of salt I don't know but here's my pick the best album that I heard that came out in 2021 was call me if you get lost by Tyler the creator um great album Mm, it was good the only problem is is that I found myself like almost every album that came out liking five songs off of it and like that's it i never got super super into it but at the very least i found myself returning to tyler the creator more often so that's why he's getting this spot on the list um i think he's got some incredible fucking beats like i love the samples he uses for fucking like um massa manifesto rise 
Uh, Hot Wind, oh my god, Hot Wind Blows has such a fucking mellow summer night vibe. You'll get it immediately. It's fantastic. My only critique, only critique that stops it from being like a great album is that there's a guy that is in the album and I get what his point is. He goes in and every single track it's, hey, what's going on? You're listening to Tyler, the creator. He's here right now, playing for you, go. And this is every track on the album. Like, no, I get it. You can have a hype man, but you need to have like a song for it, maybe two, but it's every track he fucking shouts out the album. It's like, dude, (laughs) I know what album I'm listening to. I get it. And I don't know. I'd rather that than Little John. But but no, he's he's basically an instrument. Okay. He's basically an instrument by that point, Lil John. They have him like keyed on for those three sound effects and he goes through. Yes. Like, no, this guy has new dialogue where he's just improving, coming up with shit to say. And it's like, I get it, dude. Bless you for fucking shouting out and being a part of this album, but you don't need to do it every single track. That's my one critique. The rest of the album is fucking stellar. I I do feel like Flower Boy is a little better. I'm sorry, Tyler, but you know what? This was a good follow-up, so it's not like it was terrible or anything. So that's my pick. Uh, call me if you get that. I'm sure he's listening. What? I'm sure he's listening. Of course. He listens to everything. Yeah. <laughs> so so let, let's stay in the music okay. store and uh, just shift over a little bit uh, so I can talk about one of my, the, the, one of my favorite things of 2021. Which is also an album. It's Montero. Ooh, my boyfriend fucking loves this album. <laughs> Lil, uh, yeah, Lil Nas X's album. Um, not only is pretty much every song on this album like a bop. You've got some truly iconic songs. That sell the the title song mm. Montero, uh, Industry Baby. Um, Fuck what was the other one? Um, so oh, that Scoop? one's my favorite. Would that you, one's uh, my favorite because my boyfriend calls me yeah. Spoop, so I just use Spoop instead. Spoop. Yeah. Uh, but then not only that, like, talk about taking something that someone tried to use against you and then, like, take, take, taking control of it and empowering yourself with it. Because for those of you who don't know, Lil Nas X's intent was never to be the gay hip-hop artist. He originally entered the scene a just cowboy. trying to be like. <laughs> <laughs> well, he actually does like just that trying to culture. Be like, he likes Southern culture, so no, yeah. No, I know, I know. But my point is, he entered the scene just trying to be like a modern hip hop artist, and then without his consent, someone tried to out him, or someone did out him. Uh, and tried to, like, rob him of his autonomy that way. And then he pretty much just said, oh, so you want to put me on blast for being a gay hip-hop artist? I'm going to be a gay hip-hop artist then. And he made Montero and fucking rocked, like, in one way or another, rocked the hip-hop scene. who would have thought that was what the scene needed this whole time? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether you, like... Whether you loved the album like I did, or some people fucking hate what he what what this album is about, and to those people I say go fuck yeah, yourself. Yeah, I agree. Actually, uh, the guy is just literally being himself. There is nothing. Go- it's it's just so yeah. wholesome in that. Great, he has sex. Oh boohoo! Like what fucking pop song doesn't talk about sex? Like come on. That's what I'm saying. Like if you got mad at like at at any of his performances. 
Madonna, but not like you know Janet Jackson's boob or Madonna. Then your problem is not the sex. Your problem is the gay, which means that like, you're the there's problem. There's just so many. Like, come um, back to me when you see Romstein's dick cannon, and then we'll talk. Like, come on, fuck off. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but yeah, uh, and like I said, like so many of the beats on this on this album are like straight oh, bangers. Yeah. Fucking earworm. You didn't mention as Call Me By Your Name, which was the uh, the big radio. That's oh, oh that's really? That, oh, okay, I'm dumb. I thought. <laughs> Yeah, it's Montero. Call me by your name. And yes. then in parenthesis, it's call bad. me by your name. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, like I said, and that song has a banging beat, but a lot of the other songs do. Uh, Lost in the Citadel mm-hmm. is actually really, really good. I really like that song. Uh, Void is also really good. Uh, but yeah, uh, check out the album if you haven't already. It's awesome. It's a great listen. It's it's and like I said, I uh, you know more power to him for taking. For someone trying to take his power away from him and him turning it into, honestly, it's the best thing that happened to him because he went from just being like getting lost in the sea of all the other hip hop artists to being his own fucking phoenix rising Whoa. from these now fabulous ashes. Now he has ashes. sort of a tall order though because he's got to follow it up, and this was a pretty fucking big debut. So hopefully yep. he can keep it up. It was. Well, it wasn't really his debut, but it's really well, it's what really put him on the what map. What I mean, but sure, yes. Dude? Yeah. What do you got, dude? So when are you guys going to have a music podcast? Because this is like the umpteen time mm-hmm. I see both of you like really geek out over Well, music. the minute we record our fucking scene episode on fucking pop punk, <laughs> it's going to happen. Look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually really good. Thanks. It's a it's a thing you can redeem on my Twitch if you want me to do it. A listener, go on my Twitch. You could pay spirit points. It's free points, and I'll do any song you want in pop in pop punk. You're welcome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What do you got, dude? Um. So after Eagle and Wolf, I do have to talk about. We did get a new Resident Evil game, and it's also my best of. Mm. I guess of the year, but it's not my favorite of the year. I will say mm. that, but I I really do feel there was a good month where all three of us did nothing but play the game and break. Yeah. We did a great special on it. I mm-hmm. feel it's one of our, in my opinion, one of our stronger specials. Okay. It's literally a run through of the game. Uh, Cody and it's and, meaty. Uh, Cody and CJ ha- have complimented us on that episode they loved it they very there's there's people that you know freaks that have listened that are like we love how george and james argued over the duke (laughs) um that's actually something enjoyable like and the fact remains that it's one of the few games i've seen that james immediately after beating it replayed it not once not twice this motherfucker did four fucking playthroughs. Correct. And, and that's more than me. And I was doing like two or three. And he did. Gotta get that time down, baby. Yeah, dude. Like, you were speed running this fucker. And this is one of those times where, um, aside from Resi 7, I and I don't think we uh, talked about it, you and I, but this was the first Resident Evil game that all three of us got together and all yeah. three of us played it 
nonstop. Well, for, I, no, I was know, a little bit behind because I was streaming it. So I had like I had I can only do oh, it every Saturday. Right. Or so. You were streaming it on its hardest difficulty. Well, and uh, we all know how bullshit that werewolf uh, intro. So is. like, Village has a lot of really good ideas, but I like I don't know how to fucking <laughs> open this up, and I've been like trying to find a way to come in here. But like, it has a lot of great ideas. I I just think the pacing is just so so off, and and the fucking script is so annoying. It's so well acted, but. There's so many parts of it that just dig at my brain. And I think it's so funny that this was the game where James was like, I'm gonna fucking do four playthroughs of this. I'm gonna fucking really experience it. And me, I'm like, one playthrough was enough. I really don't need to play this again. <laughs> Honestly, it was just the sure. speedrunner in me. That's it. It's when the playthrough happened. Well, so I did the playthrough and then I did the hardest difficulty. And then I was like, oh, I can definitely speed through this. But and then remember that's what who, like, me I do multiple runs of Resident I speed run these games to get the fucking Platinums. Not that I want to speed run. I hate speed running. But I, I want to get the Platinum, so I usually do. But this game, I just was like, I don't really want to go through it again. I feel like I did it on uh, Hardest Difficulty, Village of Shadows, and I'm pretty much good. You know what I mean? Although, I don't think I did Village of Shadows. I think I did Hard, and then I did, yeah, and then afterwards... Yeah. Because you can't do Village well, of Shadows. Well, you could on your first when playthrough. I did it because I pre-ordered. There was a pre-order okay. bonus that you could get the difficulty early. But then oh, I read online that it was like I literally designed for New Game Plus, and I'm like, all right, fine, I'll just do the hard mode then. And it was fine. It was a fine hmm. game. I just think it had pacing problems, and it is not my game of the year because of that. Um, but major props to Dimitris. That, that, that's fine. Those are those are reasonable uh, uh, critiques. Critiques. That's the yes. right word. Um, sure, bitchings. But for what it did for us, us three, yeah. for what it did for me and how much I enjoyed it, um, because I did do I did enjoy it. It's not my favorite mm. resi and it won't be, but right. I I don't know. I really enjoyed the camaraderie that we sure. all had where we were like, oh, what are you using? Oh, what are you doing here? How are you doing this? Holy fuck, James beat it on village, you know. And, oh, George beat it Vanilla Village with no fucking extra or whatever. Well, I, no, I beat it on hard. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. Village I don't remember though. doing Village of Shadows, but maybe I, I might have done it. Because I don't even remember doing multiple runs of this game. I don't hate it either, by the way. I think it's a good game as well. It's not a, a game I shit on at all. I just feel like there was a lot of wasted potential in some areas. That's all. Yeah, it's the uh, Resident Evil 6 of the Bolt Cutter. Uh, but yeah, the Bolt Cutter game. series, which look forward to our fucking Eagle and Wolf uh, <laughs> Fashion Stars Bolt Cutter trilogy. <laughs> or series, because there's more than three. Um, uh, but that's it for me on that one. You got I do. Else, I've got bone? two more. So, uh, me okay. being Bone King, I kind of have a little bit of a... I have two custom categories here. Uh, oh, God. Are you Okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, my cat failed to jump onto his top shelf and almost knocked my TV over. Oh, okay. I I, I can feel that. I can feel Jeez. that. Boy, am I happy anyway, I have a dog. You're an idiot. You fucking Anyway, turd. so. Anyway. No, it's cool. Um, so, me being Bone, I have this category. The first custom category is Best Horror. Now, this can apply to movies, TVs, and games. So it's really just best horror of 2021. 
Oh, horror. yeah, no, the best Got horror. It. That's on the the free only freaks. You have to go to that one for that one. Um, but no, uh, so to be honest, there wasn't a lot that really got me this year like all, all the big like horror movies that really came by really didn't do much for me and a lot of them were tv shows that i fucking missed so i didn't see midnight mass which was another one that everyone talked about fear street was okay i liked the first one part of it it was pretty all right and uh i don't know i didn't really particularly like malignant i'm sorry please don't crucify me internet no malignant was fucking the internet trash. loves I it i forgot that movie i don't know the internet's an I idiot. Don't know. Fuck the. It internet. was a neat idea. <laughs> it, it was a neat idiot. idea. That fucking movie is arguably one of the worst fucking pieces of shit I've ever seen. It's fucking. Dumb. Obviously, the dude liked it a lot, but honestly, I think it was okay at best. It had an interesting idea, but the award to best horror of 2021 goes to Murder House by Puppet Combo. So. Mm. Oh, that's a game. Yes. So this was a game I played on Halloween. Uh, it was the Halloween special. I think Dr. Rude might have been there for a little bit of that one. I, yes. I, I, I was, was there. Was this the demon baby? That you no, tried no, that no. was that <laughs> was baby, baby in yellow. yellow. That was later on in the night when I was feeling particularly cruel. Uh, but no, Murder House was the first game I played um, for Halloween. And it, it was basically a survival horror indie game produced by Puppet Combo, which is a really prolific uh, indie horror developer. Um, I had, and I know I was kind of like, I didn't have a great, uh, not opinion of Puppet Combo, but I felt like Puppet Combo was a little bit one note in the games that I had played. Now I discover there's a bunch of other games that he did that I'm going to try them out too. But this was the first game that made me go, okay, hold on. This guy knows how to pace a real narrative. So going through Murder House, it's basically you're part of a news crew that's investigating an old dilapidated house that an old Easter killer used to be there. And the game kind of goes into this sort of slasher story and the way it incorporates a lot of the things from survival horror, melee combat, uh, finding, you know, supplies, getting secrets to find different weapons and stuff, it goes the distance. It's not just a cheapy fucking run away from the bad guy or else he kills you, that's it. There was actual, like, thought in the level design. You explore a mansion fucking resi style where, like, you're going around into different rooms unraveling it this was a legitimate survival horror, and it was a good one, too. The controls were a little bit slippery, but it had a lot of fucking charm to make up for that. So I definitely am going to give my best horror award to Murder House by Puppet Combo. I, I genuinely look forward to stay out of the house and the glass staircase. See you soon. <laughs> so, Dr. That's a glowing review okay. if I ever heard Seriously, of man. I, I did like mm -hmm. it. It is Dr. Rude time. Uh, I was in fear that uh, that the dude was going to snipe this one from me. Uh, but uh, next up on my favorite things I enjoyed this year was No Time to Die. Oh, interesting. I, uh, it's, I, it's such a strong entry in the James Bond lore. Mm-hmm. And it's a strong entry in Daniel Craig's lineage as James Bond. Uh, both from, uh, I thought the action set pieces were great, but his performance in it was fantastic. Uh, very, it, uh, it was very emotionally driven, which makes it, uh, which gives it an obvious comparison to right. Casino Royale, which was another great entry in his. In, My favorite. You know, 
my favorite. Well, it was by his the first way. entry, but yeah, this is yeah. this this arguably is probably his best of his series of films, and it yeah. gave us a definitive uh, answer to a lot of questions. Yes, it did. Uh, which is which is a ballsiest. Some of the decisions made by the writing here was super ballsy, and I respect them for doing it and for doing it right. Uh, as a James Bond fan, a lifelong James Bond fan, I mean, uh, with, as someone with my first name, you are either stuck with like James Bond or James and the Giant Peach. Uh, so you tend to go for James Bond growing up. And for George, uh, you're saying James I was going Sunderland. to get it in there. I was like, and for <laughs> me, it's straight to James Sunderland. That's fine. Or James McLeod. That's Star fair. Fox. But when you're growing up on the playground, no one calls you James well, Sunderland. Well, I would have okay? called you James McLeod and would have been like, Dad, why won't you love okay. me? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Uh, no Time to Die uh, was, uh, No Time to Die was was honestly fantastic. Uh, don't, uh, if you slept on it when it was in theaters, don't uh, watch it. It's, Please it's a do. great it's fucking It's really Bond movie. a great action mm. film. It really, really is. Uh, that's yeah. I, I don't want to get. I don't want to get too much into it because it would be a disservice to you if you haven't seen it yet. So please go watch it. Uh, go ahead, dude. Um. So this is. Fuck. How many more do you have? One, Bo? but I can make it two. Okay. Um. I'm. I'm just gonna knock these two out. Because I feel they're they're like interconnected. Okay. Because I played them with James, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two, mm. which is another remake re-release. It's a remake because they remade it from the ground up yes. and brand new assets, brand new engine, and it was really good. And the multiplayer was a lot of fun. It was really enjoyable. The little time that James and I played, but it was enjoyable. Mm. And yeah, uh, sure. Aliens Fire Team which I really enjoy. It's just a shame that the post content release has not been. Yeah. Has not been good, Hmm. but it's, it's, uh, it does have its, its issues, but for a game to play with your friends online and it's just, you sit down and you don't really have to strategize because they just come at you. It's a horde game. They're waves of enemies. And you kind of do the same thing, rinse and repeat. Oh, let's set this up. Open the door. Okay, now the now the alien, the xenomorphs come, or the um, s- synthetics come. You know, it, there's fun in there, but that that's what it is. I I do enjoy it. If you and your friends are looking for a game and it's on sale, please try to pick it up. Or Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk's always good. Like. I feel like the biggest problem with the game is simply that, that there just isn't enough of the huh. game. That's like Like a Dragon yeah. that I said like, earlier. You, the mm. worst criticism is that I want more. So, you know, that's not really a bad mm. thing. But tell me, did you ever play the Alien vs. Predator game on uh, on PC? I think it was on 360, too. Yeah, so, fuck yeah, yeah, dude. The one where you get to have three different campaigns one as a human one as an alien one as so a so i used to play with two of my friends where i um i would be the xenomorph and they would be alien and human and we'd basically just have like a three versus match or whatever and i count three of us here yeah so i, I count oh, I xenomorph uh, i would probably be i human. call xenomorph 
I mean, I'm already used asshole. to playing as. All right, I guess I could try Predator if you really want Xenomorph. So am I. No, okay. I can do Xenomorph Predator. It's so fine. <laughs> I, I, I can. Uh, I, I can. It's hunt just your crawling on literally every surface. That game was really ahead of its time. So you know what's funny? When I first huh. played that game, that game actually led me to one of my favorite multiplayer games I ever played mm -hmm. growing up as a kid. Uh, I was really big into Half-Life and like all of its mods. And there was a Half-Life mod called Natural oh, yeah, I think Selection. I it was really fucking cool. And what it was, was you had the humans and the aliens, but on the alien side, you had this evolution mm. mechanic where like based on like points that you gather from killing, you could actually like evolve into like a drone or a flying alien or whatever. Yeah. It was super cool, a lot of fun, and it, it was very they Xenomorph inspired. They should make a, a versus game uh, about yes. that, where the monster evolves when you kill it, and then it kind of evolves into something <laughs> more massive. And maybe that game could be successful and evolve into something, you know, bigger and not suck, evolve. Oh, <laughs> Digimon, I Bro, get it. Cyber Sleuth is good, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree, what do you mean? I have, but anyway, uh, yeah, so sorry, I, I know that was a bit of a tangent, but yes, I, so I love that game. So yeah, really I'm down should. to it's really pick that back It's really cheap on Steam, too. Uh, oh, But no, it's, it's me. your go. I, I, uh, are, are you done with that one, dude? Yeah, I, I combined two just to kind of like speed I it up. I grabbed my yeah. crevices. Here we go. So um, my other custom category is uh, my best stream of 2021. Uh, as you may or may not have heard here on Fan Freaks, but I stream at uh, twitch.tv slash boneKingTV. Got it. Um, and I do basically a new like headliner game every month. So I just wanted to decide, right. you know, what was my favorite headliner game? I wanted to put, like there were so many good fucking options this year. I was honestly surprised. I had some great games this year. Um, I wanted to put the RE5 playthrough with, with Gay Gaming. That was hysterical. Uh, there was fucking Killer7, I did Rule of Rose, like, all these games, D2, but I'm gonna have to give it up to Rack- my, well, basically, hold on, so I have to preface this a little bit. Um, I'm gonna give it to my Raccoon City Stories month, where I basically just went and played a bunch of mods for the original Resident Evil 2 That 3. was September, yes, right? Yes, that was in September. September, Raccoon City, September. Um, fucking, I did not know how deep the modding community has gone. To the point where we are just making our own games. We, we don't we don't even need Capcom yeah. just at all. We we are improving on formulas that Capcom is completely divorced. Like, I'm honestly just shocked. There's there's partner mechanics. There's different key mechanics. Adon's working in a shop. Like they're working in the merchant into classic Resi. That. Like, just, they're nuts. They're absolutely insane. They're reverse engineering Resident Evil Survivor to be a classic Resi game. These people are fucking miracle workers. So, I'm gonna give my best stream to Raccoon City Stories just because it opened my mind to this world of modding. And, and now I get to experience, like, DLC for my childhood. Incredible. Yeah, that's yeah. what you that's what you call. That's it what it before. was, yeah. dude. I really feel like I have more content in games I grew up in. Even just like the RE4 VR. I don't know. It's like I'm getting a real big resurgence of my past, but improved. So very good. Uh, highly recommend those mods. Support Adon on Patreon, please. He's fantastic. Uh, next, Doctor Root. So none of my remaining three really combine really well. So, like, it's hard for me to double you up can, on any of them. You can lightning round if you want. Uh, 
But you gotta work uh, with us. But I have. Uh, I will quickly say. Uh, I just, I'm not gonna say a lot about it. Uh, I thoroughly. One of my mo- the most pleasant surprises for me this year was Free Guy. Really? Mm. Uh, yeah. I didn't see it. No, what, what, what I got your, pixel vibes, oh. so I just said no. Yeah. That's me too. I also had pixel vibes, but honestly, Ryan Reynolds is a sell for me. Like, it's enough for me to go check something out, even if okay. I think it's going to suck. Uh, but I went in with pretty low expectations, and it far ex- I laughed. Joanna and I laughed our asses off in the car because we watched it at the oh, drive in. That's awesome. I um, love the drive in. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we watched it at the drive in. I, I genuinely no, it's okay. have I, great We love the drive in too. <laughs> Especially, especially like, you know, if like, you know, Jojo, Jojo doesn't have to put on a face of makeup. We don't have to get dressed. We're out there in like our PJs and shit sitting in our car watching yeah. a fucking movie. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was awesome. We were laughing our ass off in the car. We were thoroughly impressed with what turned out to be a really interesting story. Uh, and it's, you know, it, it's not a game based on a video. It's not a movie based on a specific video game. But it well, is a video like game movie, and it's succeeded in being that. Is kind of what they touch, apparently. Correct. Uh, yes, and I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly did, enjoyed the. If fuck I may out ask, really quick, um, um, did you ever see a movie called The Voices? You may. Okay, it's a Ryan. No. Yes, it's a Ryan right. Reynolds movie. It's Ryan Reynolds, and it's uh-huh. he's a whoa, he's a schizophrenic. Whoa, whoa, wait! I think going into that movie knowing as little as possible is the best. But I'm just saying it is my favorite performance of his. And if you like Ryan Reynolds, I can't recommend it enough. I love that movie. Okay. It's a horror yes. comedy. And this one I, I will say very little about. I'll just get out of the way here. Uh, Loki was one of my favorite oh, things I watched okay. this year. Uh, you know, towards the end of the year now, getting to weigh all the Marvel shows that came out. Uh, even though WandaVision, had, I loved WandaVision. But I think in terms of, like, the whole experience, Loki did it for me more. I think WandaVision's a little higher, but hey, that's why it's yours. The the ending of WandaVision really ruined a lot of the, of the rest of the show for me. You know, that me. was set up. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but, uh, but nonetheless. George, you uh, coined Loki. purple fart gas. You coined that. <laughs> yes, the purple fart gas is deadly, and I can't wait for him to come back in Doctor Strange 2. But uh, yeah, uh, Loki. Uh, no, I, I liked the performance I saw in it more mm-hmm. than anything else. Uh, uh, Tom Hiddleston's performance. Uh, oh my gosh, I forgot her name. But uh, you know, other our, our, lead. Fuck, who's I can't, a spoiler? Can't her name it's a right spoiler now. to say who she is. So <laughs> sure. Uh, regardless, uh, some great performances from. Uh, uh, Sophie D. Okay, Sophie D. Martino is the actress. Tried to give you an out. And then and Jonathan Majors. Oh, and Owen Wilson. Oh, wow. All four of them had great performances in this, uh, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But that's I, I only have one more left after this, so we'll come back around to it. But dude, what do you got? My game of the year, and I wasn't fucking expecting it, was Guardians of the Galaxy. You mentioned this, yeah. Ooh, listen. It's 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 you listen. It's hard for me to get into a fucking game and just like this is all I'm doing. This is all uh-huh. I'm going to do is going to beat this fucking game. No lifing it. And I did that for 2 days. Hmm. And it was enjoyable. 
This is some of the best voice acting I've heard. I I fell in love with the characters all over again. This is this is better than both movies combined. Hmm. This was a fucking experience. I'm I cannot believe the same publisher that did Marvel's Avengers did yeah. this. Because this hmm. is how you do a narrative. This is how you write a fucking character arc. And while I was very trepidatious going in because you can only use Star-Lord, it just felt really good to be the leader of the team and to play it. Um, Absolutely loved it. I don't fucking... While it is my game of the year, the fact that I cannot skip cutscenes annoys the shit out of me. And I don't want to... I'll replay it and get that platinum eventually... But right now, man, like I'm, I'm not in the mood to do that all over again while it's too fresh. Hmm. But yeah, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, I really loved it. Uh, George, don't play it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm glad you liked it, but just looking at the trailer, I know it's not for me. It, it just feels like it's meme central, and I'm, I'm out. No, it's just it's so much 80s references that you like, would get. I don't hate the 80s, but when you are literally throwing Pac-Man at me, it's like, all right, guy, I don't know. So we'll see. Maybe it does it right. You understand that that's the crux of Peter Just Quill. Pac-Man? That's, that's his character. No, just 80s. No, I get that, but it just, I feel like you could do it. He's like the quintessential it's man. It's just so ham-fisted. That's, again, go check out our Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 episode, which you'd like to hear more. The case of versus. Because it was versus back then. No, it was yeah. versus. But whatever, then. it's case of now. now. It so what do you versus. want? I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear you liked it, and that it, it rose above just being like bargain bin guardians. It's it's better even for you. I by the way, I do say Guardians is my game of the year, but I haven't played It Takes Two. I haven't played Metroid Dread. Um, like a dragon was like a nominee. I didn't finish Deathloop or Returnal or Hades. I I know that's on me. <sighs> It's just roguelikes. Uh, don't I, I'm not vibing that well. Maybe mm. whatever. Maybe we'll see. Hopefully, see, roguelikes always evade him. It's probably the Shadow Stalker in them somewhere. Wow. <laughs> uh, I have one more for left. You, James, so. fuck you. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, do you? you I have do. Another I one, actually. Right, I mean, you guys have how many left? I'm sorry. All right. I have one. We're okay. Lot, cool. Uh, one. So the dude will finish All us right. off tonight. So um, I have a joke one, but here we go. Because I didn't know. I thought you guys had two, but here we go. Here's my next one. Um, I'm going to go with best console of 2021. Basically, the con- no, no consoles came out this year. I get that. What I mean is like... The Steam Deck came out. So no consoles came out this year. Um, and uh, I, I'm <sighs> mainly talking about which console kept me the most entertained. And PC doesn't count. Shut up. So <laughs> we're going to go ahead and give it to the Nintendo Switch. I've been having a fun fucking oh. time porting things and playing things portably. It is just a whole new way to enjoy my games. Divinity, your Resident Evil series. Go ahead. Is this a joke no, one? Wow, no, no, this is legit. My feelings are real. Oh. Um, but uh, which I could do my joke one now or you want me to save it till after? Uh, All yeah. right, best laugh of 2021. Uh, welcome to Raccoon City. 
Oh it's very gosh. funny. I, I do. I do think now <sighs> going back after like recording the episode weeks later, I I honestly think it's very funny. No, so, <laughs> love that crush. Love it. So, Doctor Root. Um. So the last thing I'm gonna talk about your Nintendo again, Switch joke was yeah. Better. Well. <laughs> I don't know. The truth is funnier. I don't know. <laughs> Subjective truth, but all right. Uh, anyway, uh, my last entry will again surprise no one, but nonetheless, it's 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 something I can't. Like if we're talking about the year 2021, I can't not talk about it. Uh, it's going to be, and this is my favorite video gaming experience of the year. Uh, it's going to mm. be a takes two. Wait, you work for the Game Awards? Um, it, it, oh, shit. I do. I didn't know that. Yes. No wonder they're villainous. Uh-huh. Get us off. I'm a spy. <laughs> no. I want to punch uh, anyway. Jeff in the face. He has but, a punch. Uh, yeah, man. Sorry. The Gesicht. Gesundheit. That is, ger- that is German for face that needs Beautiful. a fist. Uh, yeah, you you've said that before. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, man. Like... First off, uh, artistically, it's a beautiful game. It has this really cool art style about it. Uh, the character design is, they're adorable. And I really love uh, um, macro mm. game design because you play as characters that are about four inches tall. I'm sure you're used to that, James. So. Oh. Playing oh. as small characters. Because he loves, you know, very, he loves, uh, this isn't a dick joke. I felt his <laughs> hold, girth. Hold on. He likes Pikmin. <laughs> Jesus. It's the motion he in the ocean. He likes Pikmin. They're the size of quarters. Uh-huh. Continue. Anyway. Yeah, did you Wait, know are that? They? <laughs> Fucking Pikmin Yeah, reference. no, Captain, <laughs> well, they, they size them up for Smash. But in the, the lore of Pikmin, Captain Olimar is the size of a quarter. That's why the, the fucking uh. treasures you pick up are like Duracell batteries that are like no. Pikmin's got some cool shit, man. I love Pikmin. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, but yeah, uh, the macro game design was mm. fantastic. It uh, it, it truly like it, it. It was very effective playing as these little characters in this like l- what feels like a large world. Uh, the game has also thoroughly traumatized oh, yeah. me. Uh, there is a, there is a scene in this game that uh, just replays as a nightmare in my head now, which is great. People uh, uh, call it the but, elephant uh, scene, and I don't know anything else beyond that. That is, mm-hmm. uh huh, yeah. That's if you played it, you will don't immediately even know, know what, what it is. Mean, but okay. Uh huh, yeah. Uh, God damn! Like I'm getting like a little emotional right now just thinking Oof. about that scene. Uh, but, and I got to play it with my significant other, and, uh, it was a really fun split-screen experience, and like I said in the Video Game Awards episode, I'm so happy that it won Game of the Year, because I hope this sends out that message, it's like, hey, we still want couch co-op, like, there is still a market for this, stop trying to take it away. Or at least provide us that option still. Because um, a lot of games, they just forego it completely. And it's like, okay. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. My favorite gaming experience of the year was It Takes Two. Alrighty. And that's a... Finish us off, dude. 
So uh, this one's another personal one, uh, but I think it's emblematic of all three of us. The freaks talking to us. Oh. The fact that people actually, uh, this is the f- the first time regularly our shout outs, people acknowledge it and are happy to be included. They're like, oh my God, thank you for shouting me out and stuff like that. You have, you know, this is almost the shout out. Yeah, I know. I was getting, uh, I was like, you, have, <laughs> you have Paul and Von Kondersmite both listening from the very first episode. And then as soon as they catch up and, you know, I think it was Thanksgiving Somebody, somebody posts, I think it was Bernsey maybe, or, or, or Boogle that's like, Hey, no, got any that more was of those podcast episodes? The most supportive and godly like force on my discord who has been so nice and welcoming and warm and loving beefy. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you have Vaughn, you have Paul Fusek, you have beefy, uh, Scott fucking, uh, Justin, Justin doesn't even like Resident Evil that much, but he's listening to Eagle and Wolf. Just because we're on. Like, or that's another show. He's like, oh, I have more content. That's incredible. And that's huge. To Absolutely. Me. Like that joke we make, like, oh, somebody would have to listen first. We, we like can't do that anymore because people are actually like talking back to us and letting me know like how much we suck. And I appreciate that, you know? Yeah, and and Lord knows you could suck more than a golf ball. Hey, man, a you got to level that skill but, up. Hey. Doesn't come easy. But but Get honestly, no, that, okay. that's probably the greatest thing, and it it is it, uh, infinitely humbling to hear that you guys are actually communicating with us, telling us what you think, where we're wrong, where we're right, or what have you. Like it 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 doesn't it doesn't negate anything except the the, the fact is I'm, I'm He's rambling overwhelmed here it's with joy. Yes, I'm very overwhelmed. Not just whelmed, overwhelmed. But ultra whelmed. I am just so appreciative that you guys listen to us. Uh, James and I will will get on the party chat for Hunt, and they're just like, "Yeah, I heard the latest episode. What the fuck is it with you? Why'd you say that?" Or I can't stand George. You know these things that reminds just me of days back at uh, my old house. <laughs> my family used to say the exact same things. <laughs> it's very wholesome. Yeah, it's, just, it's it's amazing. But honestly, that's the best thing of 2021, and I hope it continues for for the foreseeable future. Um, so I'm gonna say fuck it. We're gonna do shoutouts now because it just seems like such a nice place. Well, no? wait, no, hold on, hold on. Before we get to shoutouts, because no, because we do need okay. to just mention in general because we we've all kind of been cheeky in the past and mentioned like our favorite thing in 2020 in 2020 was. And at least I know I can, uh, without making a joke here, very sincerely, I can speak that one of my favorite things in 2021 is working on this podcast. Aww. That's uh, cute that you think that. It's, you know, getting to... <laughs> Someone's see, I got knew it was going to happen, and I was... Uh, no, we're not Guardians of the Galaxy but 2, look George. how popular they are. I want a Groot, don't mm-hmm. you? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I apologize. No. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, working on this podcast, growing it with the two of you, and like the dude said, getting feedback from people who are listening mm. is kind of crazy. Um, that's wild. So, yeah, that's obviously, like, I think that uh, goes without saying for me anyway, even though I'm saying it, uh, <laughs> that one of my favorite experiences of the year is getting through, is doing this podcast, because if I'm honest with you, 
doing this podcast kind of helps me get through the year. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a nice constant in my life that regardless of how crazy the outside world is, I have the little freaky verse that I run with, you know, the two of you. And no, it's great. absolutely. I agree with that sentiment entirely. And if I may mosey in with my sentiments, yeah, I like the show. It's fine. You may not. No, I'm kidding. Um, fucking like, <laughs> there you I, go. As so, like I've I've put so much of myself into this show because I feel like it is this one again, like this constant, this thing that kind of keeps you having a pulse, you know, because if. For anyone who's kind of mm-hmm. just spent, and I don't know if this is reaching to a lot of people or not, but like who have just spent their times just kind of like letting days go by and not really focusing on something, you start feeling a little bit hollow. And I know that this show really prevents my hollowing status. It This is the Dark Souls of life for me. Um, what I'm just trying to say is that I enjoy coming back here, recounting my, my stories with you guys, fucking actually having an, an, uh, an avenue to fucking bitch as much as, you know, whether or not it's correct or not, I, I re- appreciate the opportunity to begin with. Um, I love sharing, you know, topics, uh, disagreeing with James is probably one of my favorite things now because it's just so funny to see how we like to see the same product. Don't roll your eyes. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything. And, and Adrian for being such a, a fucking warm jock. He's the warmest jockstrap I can ever ask for. You know what I mean? He's a wholesome <laughs> jockstrap. Like I'm just, I'm just saying like, like he's, we have a very interesting dynamic here and I'm really appreciative of it. The the term warm jockstrap is now my least favorite thing. Buddy, hashtag warm jockstrap. Um, no, but I just, obviously I have my own way of saying things. I have a very difficult time with words, but I'm just saying working on this show has been an absolute joy. Um, it is one of the proudest things I've ever worked on uh, in my entire life. And I'm looking forward to many more episodes, my guys. Just when you thought you guys were done with us, we're we're gonna keep. That's going. right. You're you're gonna keep listening. On, as Carry on my way. In fact, we're starting side. another podcast. Um, in fact, we're starting four more podcasts, all in production. James Cameron's in charge of all of them. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I really think you guys should do a music one. Yeah. No, I mean the music one's something in development. Look, we got mm. Eagle and Wolf, and we celebrated this success. All right, we're going there, step at a time. Uh, but let's go ahead and actually get into our shoutouts. Well, before we get into our shoutouts, it's worth noting that we also want to hear what you guys thought was some of your favorite things Mm -hmm. of 2021 were. Uh, you know, want to hear about your games, movies. None of us had any books on our fucking list, but that's because the only books I read didn't come out this year. Well, um, you're about to have a book on your list, buddy. um, Merry Christmas. I know, but this didn't come out this year either, either, but I get you. (laughs) But nonetheless, let us know what your favorites were uh, by hitting us up on our social media. You can find us on Twitter at F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S. Uh, same name on, on our uh, by join. You can find us by the same name on Facebook to join our Facebook group and join in on a discussion. Uh, you can find me personally on Twitter at Doctor. That's D R Rude M D. And uh, you can find me. Oh, sorry, at, dude. Oh, so. oh, you pointed, <laughs> but we can't see where the point is. Go ahead, is. dude. I know. Go ahead, dude. Uh, at Adrian Doodliness on Twitter, and I am at Bone King TV and Bone. And now our shout outs. As always, our hot boys, 
Uh, we, we talked. We already talked about you a bit, but thank you guys so much for listening. Justin, Jeff, Scott, we appreciate you guys so much. Uh, I know there's assorted people from my various D&D uh, groups that actually do still listen in. So thank you guys so much. My sister Cheyenne, I appreciate you. The freaks in the group, thank you guys so much. Dude, who do you got? So I got, obviously, the Robot Stone Age crew. Uh, tune in for that Eagle and Wolf episode of how we would make Resident That's Evil right. Uh, with Cody, CJ, Kehlani. Love you guys. Uh, Nicholas Uritek, thank you so much. Jesus Valentine, sincerely, bottom of my heart, man. Go fuck yourself. Wow. Uh, uh, Paul Fusick. Um, I always feel like I mispronounce. Uh, Lindsay Misleading, our resident Zatanna Zatara. Uh, what a sweet person um, through and through. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. No, I think. I mean, I, I just want to appreciate Paul and you know messaging us on the the Twitter. Actually, like, like, because we keep telling people, like, hey, because okay, let me preface this. I sometimes get people saying, like, hey, I remember that part of the podcast. You should probably do this. Like, they give me a comment in person, and I'm like, that's great. Why didn't she say that on the Twitter or something? Like, we could talk about it. Like, you know what I mean? And they're just like, oh, that's fine. You know, I, I told you, it's fine. It's like, but no, I, I want to have that interaction. So I just, I appreciate Paul actually writing us, letting us know how exactly we're driving him crazy. So that's cool. Like, he fucking made a Twitter. It's, it's it vanilla is. as shit. Just, just to, to argue, argue with us. And fuck, man, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, because there's been people that have commented and they're like, I don't want to make a Twitter. And I'm like, all right, well, just comment on the Facebook then and yeah. do that. So. Hey, anywhere's good. Trust me. Yeah. Um, and now the donors. Here they come, erected from their hearth. Sincerely, dude, you need to send us a fucking list of your boners when you're not on the show so we could shout well, them out. Well, that's the tricky part. You have to remember. Come on, you remember the script. Why can't you remember my shoutouts? Because they're not Your my memory shout-outs. is infinite. The script it's is everyone. Here we go. So, we got Von Condersmy, Beefy. Beefy, you glisten so lovely. Thank you. Beefy Sumo, Squinty, Screechy Kai, Julian Lazar, Megan Peepo, Crows of the Damned, I'd like to add here. Um, I know that's your your Evil Dead GM. Fantastic dude. I've I've been watching mm-hmm. him play uh, Dead by yes. Daylight. And freaking, it's so funny. Like, uh, there's a crow perk that nobody freaking uses, but it's super useful because nobody uses it anymore. And, like, I liked how he really committed to Crows of the Damned and used the crow perk. Excellent. Yes. Great theming. Love yes. it. He is nothing I am and not thematic. absolutely here for it. <laughs> I would love a skeleton killer in Dead by Daylight, please. Um, Lindsay Misleading, Izumi Chimaru, CJ to DJ, Boogie, Burnsy. Thank you all so much for listening, and I'll see you on the Discord. And I think that's it, right? We're, we're all good on shoutouts? That's Alrighty. it for me, well, we hope, we hope you all had a great it's... year of 2021. We know that it wasn't particularly easy for a lot of us and a lot of rough shit happened this year but hey we fucking stuck it through and we made it we're here at the fucking end so just uh you know keep traveling down that path wanderer we're there with you we'll see you guys next year well by the time this comes out it'll be next year already but then it is happy new year (laughs) happy new year freaks